Well, hello and welcome to Summer at CCA. My name is John, I'm the lead pastor, and I'm so glad that you're joining us today, however it is and whenever it is that you happen to be joining us. Uh, what we believe is that church is not a building, it's not a place you go, church is not an organization, and church is not a Sunday service. Church is a group of people who are intentionally trying to live a certain way. And what we are trying to do is we are trying to better love Jesus, we are trying to love each other, and we are trying to love the world. And I believe that that is absolutely the best way to live. But it is not always the most easy way to live. It's not always the way in which the rest of culture is going. And so if we're going to live in this new and better way, we have to engage intentionally in some very specific habits. And so this summer, what we are doing is we are going to focus on being together. We are gonna focus on learning from the Bible about prayer, and we are going to learn about fun. And if you are watching this, if you are hearing this, then you have taken a big step to watch the first of eight different videos that we're gonna watch this summer that we think will be a big part of what we do. Uh, but here's what I want you to know, is that this, this video, this 30 minute video that you have started to watch is just the beginning. Uh, the best way for you to engage in this is to not just hear something and even to understand something or to agree with something, we believe that the best way is for you to take time to discuss it with other people and then to actually give it a try and to apply it. Uh, and so, uh, attached to this video, if you're watching on YouTube, there is a list of questions. Uh, and there's some ideas of some things that you can give a try this summer. And we would love for you to take some time to talk about that. Uh, if you're not watching on YouTube, uh, you can also see it on our uh, Facebook. You can see the, uh, the list on there. Uh, if you're a part of our email list, then you've got it on email already. Uh, or if for some reason you didn't get it, then make sure you go uh, and email us, uh, contact us, however, because we want you to discuss these things. Who do you discuss them with? That is a great question. Uh, an easy way is that if you're a part of one of our summer watch parties, uh, we have groups of people that are meeting at all kinds of different days, times, locations. And if you're watching with one of those right now, or if you have a plan to after you watch this to get together with one of those, then you guys can discuss and you guys can pray together and you guys can give this whole thing a shot and uh, live this out together. If you're not part of one of our watch parties, good news, uh, you can still join one. Uh, you can sign up and there's a group that would love to have you, your partner, your spouse, uh, your whole family uh, join a watch party. We would love to hook you up with that. Uh, or if you happen to be one of the folks that's watching on Sunday morning at 1030, uh, then you can join a Zoom group that's going to happen right after this. Uh, and if you're watching uh, in the right format, then you'll see that in the chat of how you can join that Zoom or get emails. We would love to hook you up with that. If you are not part of a watch party, all a watch party is is it's a group of people that are trying to do this together. And so find a group of people that you wanna do this with together. Uh, maybe that's your family, maybe that's a few friends, uh, maybe just one other person that you walk with or garden with or just someone you enjoy spending time with and take some time to discuss and try this stuff together. Uh, also, uh, speaking of an intentional way of living, uh, something that we're always trying to do is we're trying to intentionally be the most generous people on the planet. And we want to be generous in three different ways. Uh, one, 
we want to be generous by giving to great causes. Uh, so if you already know of a great organization, if you're giving to another organization, keep being generous to them this summer. Uh, if you want to be linked up with an organization that's really making a difference in the world, we would be happy to give you some ideas. Uh, secondly, we want to encourage you to give to some sort of hospitality, joy, fun. Uh, Take someone out for dinner uh, this summer. Buy someone some ice cream. Uh, give someone a surprise gift. Find ways just to spread joy and hospitality in your world. Uh, but then lastly, uh, we encourage you to help us do what we're doing. Uh, we're a group that's trying to make a difference in our city, in our world, and for each other. Uh, and we do that through equipment and resources and staff uh, that comes about by you giving generously. So if you want to give to Christ Church Albany, you can do that by uh, giving uh, on the uh, link on our website or uh, wherever it is that you might be watching. I'm sure you can find a way to uh, uh, find our address, find our uh, online giving, and you can give that way. Uh, lastly, as we get started, uh, today is the, the, the first of eight weeks that we're going to do all summer long. And this summer, we're going to intentionally be learning about prayer. And uh, I'm so excited for this because uh, I want to get better at prayer uh, and I want all of you and I, just, I want our whole church to be this group of people that feels comfortable and excited and sees fruit uh, from our constant talking to God. Uh, and if you're watching this, that's awesome. Uh, but today's just week one. And so uh, I want to pray that we really keep this up uh, and that all of us uh, can watch all eight of these videos in the summer, uh, that we really take the time to, to discuss and to get vulnerable and to give this a shot. Because if we can all learn how to have a deeper, better relationship with God, it's just going to be absolutely amazing for each of us in, in our lives and in our world. So I, I want to pray uh, as we get this whole thing started off. So uh, pray with me. Uh, Jesus, thank you for this chance we have this summer to learn uh, about you, to learn from you. Thank you for this chance we have to talk to you openly and honestly. Thanks for the chance we have to be a part of a growing group of people trying our best to live this way. And just give us the, the courage and the tenacity and the, the, the time and the, the, the bandwidth to really grow this summer, to grow in connection, to grow in fun, and to grow in our desire and love for prayer. Help us to do this in your name. Amen. Love you guys. Uh, excited for the summer. Welcome to the first session of the prayer course. My name is Poppy Williams. I'm originally from Cleveland, Ohio, but these days I live and work on the Spanish island of Ibiza. I'm here today with my friend Pete Gregg. Pete's a pastor in England who kick-started a worldwide prayer movement all the way back in 1999, and it's still going strong today. He's written a whole bunch of books about prayer, including this one, how to Pray, A Simple Guide for Normal People, which really links into what we're going to be talking about during this course. All in all, he couldn't be better qualified to teach us about prayer. So Pete, here we are, the first session of the prayer course. 
Can you maybe give us an idea of where we're going to be headed over these next eight sessions? Yeah, it's exciting, isn't it? I, I feel like we're at the start of a real adventure because there's nothing more exciting than really connecting and communicating mm. with the, the living God, yeah. with my wife, Sammy. If you heard that we don't spend time together and I don't listen to her and we don't talk to each other, you might question the quality of, of, of our marriage, even yes. though we have a marriage certificate. And I think in the same way, in your relationship with God, it's not enough just to have like baptismal certificates or all, all the kind of right stuff. It really is about prayer. It's about your relationship with him through communication. So this is the heart of everything. So then basically the goal of this course is to help people grow in that relationship with God. Yeah, exactly. By the end of eight weeks, you'll be better at hearing God's voice. Uh, you'll be experiencing more of his presence. I hope you'll have processed some of your disappointments and your struggles in prayer. Um, and I think that you'll even be experiencing more miracles because you'll be learning how to unlock the power of prayer. I love that, like the idea of unlocking the power of prayer. Like I am, I'm in for that. Good, I'm glad because if I was sitting here on my own, it'd be a bit weird. <laughs> yes, it would. So your, your book is called How to Pray, A Simple Guide for Normal People. So is this course going to be the same? Like, is this for everybody? Yeah, it's, it, it really is. And I can't guarantee everybody watching this is going to be normal. Uh, <laughs> but we are going to try and keep it simple. And we're going to cover a lot, of, a lot of ground. I'm aware that some people watching this is going to be pretty new to Christianity. And so it is going to be accessible. And others probably been Christians for years and years and years. But... Actually, there's always more uh, to learn. And the truth is that everybody prays. Mm. We, we all do. Even people yes. who don't call themselves Christians. I remember the first time I held our son, I, I prayed. And I think most people would relate to that, even non-churchgoers. The first time I saw the Northern Lights, I, I, I was just lost in wonder. I was, prayer was a, a, a natural response. And probably most of um, Vulnerably, when Sammy, my wife, was wheeled off down the hospital corridor to mm. have surgery that we didn't know if she'd survive, um, you better believe I, you know, I, I, I prayed. And when she came back alive and, um, and well, I thanked God. And it wasn't me trying to do this religious thing. It was just it, 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 to, be, to be humans, to, to, to pray. The word prayer in the Latin, the original, is precarious and... I think that's exactly right. We pray because life is precarious mm, yeah. and, and it's marvellous and it's wonderful. It's too big for our heads and our hearts to contain. Rabbi Abraham Heschel puts it beautifully. He says, prayer is our humble answer mm. to the inconceivable surprise of living. I, I love that. Mm, wow. I know you guys did this great little animation a few years ago that's exactly about this. It's called Why Pray? Maybe we should take a look at that. Have you ever wondered why so many people pray? Well, Albert Einstein said that there's really only two ways to live, as if nothing's a miracle or as if everything's a miracle. Either life's a fluke and we're just a bunch of highly evolved animals on a big rock lost in space, or there's a creator behind creation, a, a God behind goodness. And if so, then connecting with him in prayer is pretty much the most mind-blowing thing you can do. Archaeologists keep digging stuff up that shows we've always prayed. People of many faiths pray daily. Even atheists admit to praying sometimes. 
Real prayer is a two-way conversation with the living God who loves and listens to the things we say. Jesus said, ask anything in my name and it'll be done. We have a chance to ask for peace, healing, help or whatever we need. Life matters, you matter, your choices, thoughts, prayers and actions echo in eternity. But in case you hadn't noticed, God is pretty much invisible and not always easy to hear. There are distractions, disappointments and questions that we all share. That's why 24-7 prayer does stuff to help thousands of people in hundreds of places connect with God in new ways. People are learning to pray by just praying. And today, millions are discovering that God's real. Life's a miracle. And the most powerful thing you can ever do is to pray. So on this course, we're going to be working through the Lord's Prayer. And uh, it might make sense to take a look at that now together. Uh, this is Luke chapter 11, verses 1 to 4, where Jesus gives the Lord's Prayer. And we read verse 1. One day Jesus was praying in a certain place. And when he finished, one of his disciples said to him, Lord, teach us to pray, mm. just as John taught his disciples. And he said to them, when you pray, say, Father, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come. Give us each day our daily bread. Forgive us our sins, for we also forgive everyone who sins against us. And lead us not into temptation. The one thing that the disciples explicitly asked Jesus to help them with was prayer. Lord, teach us to pray. They didn't ever say, you know, teach us to preach or teach us to plant churches or teach us to share our faith. They said, teach to pray because they could see that this was the key mm. to everything about their rabbi's ministry. And they say, teach us to pray. Now, these men went on to have incredible prayer lives. They prayed over handkerchiefs and people got <laughs> healed. They right. prayed, people raised from the dead. They even prayed for their persecutors at the point of death. So, so they went on to have amazing prayer lives, but it has to begin at a moment in time where they just humbly kind of say, we, we actually need help in this area. And that's what we're doing really at the start of the prayer course. We're mm. just saying, Lord, teach us to pray over these eight sessions because yeah. we all find it difficult. I love the story of Teresa of Avila, who was like this big saint, this holy nun. And she once admitted that sometimes she shakes her um, hourglass to make her hour of prayer go quicker, <laughs> which I can really relate to. Yes, I can relate to that as well. Because you know, prayer is difficult, isn't it? And, and the good news of this story where Jesus gives the Lord's Prayer is that when we ask him for help, he promises to help us. Can you maybe give us an idea about how the next eight sessions are going to break down? When you say to people the word prayer, everyone has a different idea of what that actually means. And that's because really there's lots of different ways of praying. Um, there isn't just one way. It's a bit like this toolbox here. There's a bunch of, a bunch of different tools, hammers and you know, screwdrivers and all stuff. And, and the thing is, obviously everyone knows every tool is there to do a different job. And if you called a handyman around and said, can you fix something? He said, well, I only know how to use a hammer, but I don't use a screwdriver. You'd think he wasn't a very good handyman. Not a good handyman Not, at all. Yeah. And, 
And in the same way with prayer, why limit yourself? There's a whole range. The, the Lord's Prayer is a bit like a toolbox. And we're going to go through those different tools together on this course. So first of all, you've got our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. So that means next session we're going to be looking at adoration, the hallowing of God's name. And then there's your kingdom come, your will be done. That's intercession. Mm -hmm. And then it's give us this day our daily bread. Well, that's a number of things. Firstly, that's petition. Petition is asking God for our own needs. Intercession is asking God for other people's needs. Okay. But daily bread is also about listening to God because his word is spiritual as well as physical. So we're going to think um, about listening and about unanswered prayer as well because we all have disappointments and struggles and we need to be honest about those. Uh, we're going to look at contemplative prayer. And then there's deliver us from the evil one. Well, that's kind of to do with spiritual warfare. So we're going to look at all sorts of different tools, different types of prayer. And online on the Prayer Course website, we've got a tool shed where there's just lots of practical little articles on different types of prayer, like how to keep a journal or how to go on a pilgrimage or how to fast. And, and, and so um, as well as these videos and the discussions in groups, you can go there and get lots of tips on how to use all the different tools. Wow, that, that sounds so amazing. Um, tell me though, like, what would you say to the person that's out there right now, they're watching, they've just gotten started with all of this, and in their minds they're thinking, I just thought prayer was prayer. And you guys are using all these big words like adoration or intercession. Right. Yeah, the best bit of advice I ever got about prayer was keep it simple, keep it real, and keep it up. I like that. Keep it simple, keep it real, keep it up. Yeah, your prayer life really is at its best when it's at its simplest. I always tell the story about, um, I was walking down the street near where I used to live one day and God spoke to me. Um, it wasn't an audible voice, but it was, it was just this really strong impression sort of out of nowhere that I've learned to recognize can often be the voice of God. And, and, and the impression was random. It was, look at that tree. And so I, I froze and I stared at this tree in the street. <laughs> And it looked like some idiot, really, and people walking past thinking I'm having some kind of episode. And I'm thinking, what, you know, is this like going to be my burning bush like moment? You're waiting for something to happen. Right, you know, the tree's <laughs> going to fall over, I'm going to save someone or whatever. <laughs> and, and eventually it's getting embarrassing. So I say, okay, God, what happens now? I'm looking at the tree. And I sensed that he said, I just thought it was a great tree. <laughs> and, and so I'm there going, good job on the tree, Lord. And I guess he said, thanks very much. Here's the point. I know it's like the most underwhelming story of all time, but actually your prayer life is at its best when you're saying stuff like, good job on the tree, or, you know, thank you for this lovely day or whatever. Adam and Eve used to walk and talk with God in the cool of the evening every day before, this is important, before there was any sin or sickness or suffering in the world. So mm -hmm. we have to ask what, they talk to him about. Right, right. Right? Because mostly, I don't know about you, mostly what I speak to God about, if I'm not careful, is problems. It's, you know, healing or, you know, confessing sin, asking God for help with yes. problems. It, it, you know, people I want to see saved. And actually, they must have just said to him things like, good job on the tree. Mm. 
And, and, and one day there will be no more sin or sickness or suffering in the world, but there'll be you and God. So what will you talk to him about? Right. So that's the thing. Our prayer lives really are at their best when we are simply walking and talking with God about the real stuff of, of life. So your prayer life is at its best, at its simplest. Exactly. And Jesus says that explicitly. If we read the message version of Matthew chapter 6, okay. listen to this. I really, I mean, this, this is kind of teaching that, you know, is right at the heart of the prayer course. Jesus says, Matthew 6, verse 6, here's what I want you to do. Find a quiet, secluded place so that you won't be tempted to role play before God. <laughs> I love that. Exactly. Role play before God. I, I think I might have done that at times. <laughs> Just be there, he says, as simply and honestly as you can manage. And the focus will shift from you to God and you'll begin mm. to sense his grace. The world is full of so-called prayer warriors who are prayer ignorant. They're wow. full of formulas and programs and advice, peddling techniques for getting what you want from God. Don't fall for that nonsense. This is your father you're dealing with and he knows better than you what you need. With a God like this loving you, says mm. Jesus, you can pray very Simply, And then he so, goes on to give the Lord's Prayer. So Jesus is explicit. We, we should keep it simple, but also keep it real. He says, don't role play yeah. before God. Be honest. Don't pretend. And actually, I find that the Bible is way more honest often than the church mm. about the pain and the disappointments and unanswered prayer. And uh, often it, the Bible's not happy, clappy, but it's deeply honest. There's a, a, a parable that Jesus told, you probably remember it, about the, the Pharisee and the tax collector who go up to the temple to pray. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And imagine Jesus telling it, there's this crowd, and there will have been Pharisees in the crowd, and then other people who probably thought they were bad at prayer, yeah. unlike you know, the big holy Pharisees. So Jesus, like in telling this story, there's a little twinkle in his eyes. He says, you know, the Pharisee prayed all the right prayers. You know, I thank you that I am not like other men. <laughs> and then you've got the tax collector, like despised and he's like hiding in the corner like rocking backwards and forwards just saying you know i'm a sinner and then jesus like he he i imagine him winking at one of the pharisees in the crowd when mm. he says he goes which of them went home heard by the father it was the tax collector so jesus is saying be honest be real be yourself with god yeah. so we've got to keep it simple keep it real but also jesus just says Keep it up. Don't give up praying too soon. And again, he told another parable about a widow who lost a coin. And he says explicitly in that, you must keep praying and not give up. When, when our son Danny was really little, he got to that stage where he wanted to be able to write, but he, he couldn't. Okay. And so he would scribble away on bits of paper and... Um, <laughs> And, and we would encourage him. So he would, you know, bring, he'd say, look what I've written. And you'd say, great job, it's like Shakespeare, you know. <laughs> and, but then one time he did this, and then he said, Dad, read it. And, uh -oh. I, I, you know, you stare at it, and think, obviously it's nonsense, it doesn't make any sense. <laughs> but what I found was I could look at his face. Mm. And as his dad, I could read his face. I knew the kind of day he had had, the weird little things that go on in his head, the way he's feeling. I could probably even see his dinner on his face. <laughs> and so I guessed at what the scribbles meant. And as I, as I read his scribbles, he was there nodding, saying, you know, good job, Dad. Good reading. Well done. And I, I said thank you, because it really was some of the best reading I'd ever done. 
And I do think prayer is a lot like that. We kind of obsess about getting the right words, the right techniques, but it doesn't impress God. Our Father in heaven reads our faces, our hearts. He knows the kind of day we've had, the weird little things that go on in our head. And he interprets our our prayers. And that's exactly what it actually says in Romans chapter 8, one of the the great passages about prayer in the Bible. Mm. Starting at verse 26 of of Romans 8. Listen to this and and think of that image of Danny with his, his, his scribbles. In the same way, the Spirit helps us in our weakness. We do not know what we ought to pray for. Do you ever feel like that? Absolutely. (laughs) We don't know what to pray for, but the Spirit himself intercedes for us with groans that words cannot express. So imagine Mm. the next time you're trying to pray, you don't know if you're getting through, you don't know if you're quite articulating what's really going on. The Holy Spirit is interceding in groans for you at that moment. And he who searches our hearts, so imagine me uh, searching the heart of my son, your Father in heaven, he who searches our hearts knows the mind of the Spirit because the Spirit intercedes for the saints in accordance with God's will. So that's just a beautiful description of, of it's not about the scribbles. It's about the heart. I love that. It's just so reassuring, right, that, that the Holy Spirit is doing that when we don't know what to say. He's interceding for us. So then just to kind of recap what we've talked about, you said that we just need to ask Jesus to teach us to pray. Yeah, Lord, teach us to pray. And we learned that prayer is kind of like this toolbox here. There's a lot of different types, and we're going to be learning about a whole bunch of them. Right. And then your number one piece of advice was to keep it simple, keep it real, and keep it up. Exactly. Very good. Well, why don't we pray? Let's pray. Lord Jesus, would you please teach us, teach us to pray. Thank you that we don't have to get it all right all the time, that we just need to uh, present our hearts to the Father, just like Pete's son Danny with his drawings. Holy Spirit, uh, there are so many times when we don't know what to say. Would you please help each one of us to grow closer to you and deeper in prayer over the coming weeks. Amen.
city where there are just endless needs. Help us to be salt and light and selfless givers, bringers of your word. It's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. <laughs> 